Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week... It is just me, but that's okay, because this week we're exploring something that's very personal to each one of us, our childhoods. Now, your childhood affects you as a person in many ways, but today we're going to be focusing on how it affects the way you express love. So the first thing type of person, first type of lover I want to talk about, is a person that is referred to as the pleaser. Pleasers, more often than not, grew up in a household with a very protective or overbearing parent. And as a result, they just want everybody to be happy, regardless of what they need to do to get there. Pleasers as a whole do everything within their power to be on their best behavior, as it were. So that way, there is less likely to be an altercation or any sort of unsavory outcome. People who were pleasers as children never received a lot of affection, but they gave a lot of it. They just gave and gave and gave until their well had run dry, but it was never reciprocated. Now, being a pleaser is not an easy life to lead because the most pure desire in your life is that everyone should be happy and at any cost, they should be there. There are elements of all of these that pertain to me, but in this particular instance, what resonated with me about the pleaser is that I had a rough childhood. Now, it was not as rough as some people out there, but your parents getting divorced isn't exactly a picnic. And during that time of stress and upheaval and uncertainty, I kind of fell into this role. I was my mom's second-in-command for a while until she started seeing other guys again. And I just wanted my mom to be happy, regardless of how much time, money, or energy it took for me to get her there. I was also criticized pretty heavily as a child by both of my parents because they are both critical people of themselves and of others. Um, more so back when I was younger, not as much now, but especially during that time, it really came through because people were kind of at their worst at that time. 
it is partially because of this that I don't really enjoy conflict. I think anybody does, but I usually go out of my way to avoid it. Um, and I deal with conflict by not talking about it, which is something that in the long run I know is not beneficial, but in the short term it makes me feel better because it's something that I don't have to deal with because I don't want to experience any feeling even remotely similar to that of when my parents were going through that time. This also manifested in other ways. Um, in addition to avoiding conversations, I would tell small lies or just give in too easily whenever even anything as small as where do I want to go to eat. It, I would just give in to whoever said something first. So I wouldn't have to cause any trouble. So that's the pleasers. The next type of lover is the victim. People who are victims grew up in a household that's very unstable, very chaotic. While my household was not as much chaotic as would result in this sort of thing, there was one person in my life who kind of fell into this role. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, before that, uh, let's go over some other traits of the victim. Children who grow up in these sorts of households tend to try to make themselves as low profile as they possibly can, because that is the only way in their minds to avoid the wrath of their angry parents, whether that's driven by substance abuse or mental health issues or outside conflicts. All of these can contribute to not um, wanting to be seen or even perceived by anybody. Victim children also tend to have very active imaginations because the reality that they live in is somewhere they don't want to be. So they create elaborate fantasy worlds in their head for them to escape to, where things can be at least somewhat better, even if it's for a small amount of time. Victim people have low self-esteem and generally tend to have struggles with anxiety and depression. The person who I'm thinking of is my dad. My dad grew up in a household that was always somewhat near the brink of anger at any given time. His parents divorced when he was nine, just like me, and he lived with his dad for from the time he was nine until he went to college. His dad was not a great guy. Um, there was abuse, there was neglect, there was a lot of things going on in that house that I'm very glad did not trickle down in 
those sorts of quantities to him. But my dad learned at a young age that in order to get by, he had to make himself as inconspicuous as he possibly could. Now, this did resonate with me somewhat as well, because I grew up with a sister on the autism spectrum, as I've mentioned before. She's 16, and she has had her fair share of trouble both in and outside of the house. She is one of these people, because most often, regardless of which parent it was from, she was sometimes the cause of their anger, because she didn't know how to deal with the stuff that was going on inside her head and how to how to deal with the reality that she was just too different from everybody else. So she tended to kind of slink away and not talk to anybody or interact with people or she would just be by herself, making her own little fantasy worlds with her dolls and her imagination and as a result she kind of felt like she was worthless which has translated to other relationships for her as well especially friendships she has struggled to make friends because she doesn't believe she's worthy of them at times my sister lives her life walking on eggshells just waiting for the next time they're going to blow up whoever it is and she often attracts people who have those same angry characteristics and controlling characteristics as well. Hey tryhards, Ethan here. I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature and i would really appreciate if you guys will be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen um the way to make it isn't and i'm in college and things are expensive so i'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give so thank you for donating and thank you even more for listening. The next type of lover that I'll talk about today is the controller. The controller is someone who grew up in a somewhat neglectful household. Their needs weren't addressed, so they learned to toughen up and take care of themselves, as it were. These people spend a lot of time cultivating their self-image, and they're afraid that if that tough exterior were to crack, that their vulnerabilities that they experienced during childhood will be recovered. That scab will be torn off, as it were. And as a result, their old wounds will be exposed and it will hurt just as much, if not more. People who are controllers don't see anger as a point of vulnerability. They see it as a way to gain an advantage 
over others. So they use it as a weapon, as retaliation. And that can lead to more conflict and easier irritability than someone who is not a controller. Controllers don't like stepping out of their comfort zones because outside of their comfort zone is unknown. They have a larger fear of the unknown than most people because in the unknown, they are more likely to encounter situations that they don't know how to deal with. People who are controllers prefer to work alone. They like solving their own problems and not having anybody step in to help them unless it is absolutely necessary. And if those routines are upset, they get angry. Now, I do relate to this somewhat. Um, I don't try to be controlling. That is the opposite of what I want from my relationships. I don't want to control people. But based on what the description of this type of lover is, I definitely have my routine. I like them. I don't like stepping out of my comfort zone because I don't like the unknown. I'm an anxious person. I'm medicated for it. And if I do step outside of my comfort zone, that's unsafe. It's not somewhere that I know well enough to know how to get out of. I don't really like asking for help. And I like getting things done in a certain way. Though I have softened up a little bit as the years have gone on. And I've been able to experience others' perspectives. Because other perspectives on certain things is a very important skill to be able to consider them. In order for controllers to experience good relationships, they need to know how to keep their anger at bay and learn how to be vulnerable with others. That is something that took me five years of therapy to do. I open up to people a lot more easily than I ever have because of that. Granted, it does still take a while for me to be able to um, open up at that level to them, but I still am able to do it a lot easier than I would have if I hadn't. Hey listeners, this is Ethan in the editing room here. Um, this episode went a little bit longer uh, than I would like, so I'm dividing it in half. You can listen to part two right after this. It's going to be up at, at around the same time. So uh, just be aware of that, and uh, please listen. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, this week for tuning into True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen. That is H-U-L-E-N. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media, and if you 
post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. Thank you.